0: part two continued without the music as much as I believe in the energies of the universe I am even more convinced that allowing my feelings of love the highest vibrating frequency to guide my decision-making has made the second part of my life on earth more rewarding in the spring of 2014 as a result of a conscious decision based on love I was asked if I would like to conduct an astrology workshop. I was inspired by the compliment and began to research astrology online. Mind you all of my existing knowledge had come from physical printed books and periodicals. I cannot begin to explain how devastated I was to discover that the positions of the celestial bodies that were printed in my ephemerae were not truly astronomical nor correct due to the wobble of the earth on its axis. I went into a bewildered meltdown and wanted to burn my ephemerae. I didn't, purely on principle. I did however decline the offer to conduct the astrology workshop. As love would have it and after some months in astrological limbo. I had the pleasure of meeting a beautiful organic farming couple in the Scottish Highlands. They introduced me to the Maria Thune biodynamic calendars and shared with me their observations of the influence of the actual moon positions on farming. I learned that the old farmers on Mignac and the Maria Thune's biodynamic calendars have since 1818 and 1962 respectively documented the actual astronomical positions of the moon and all the zodiac signs with the exception of the 13th sign of Fucus. As a consequence, my curiosity in Astrology was slowly restored and eventually I discovered the work of Hesilis Canatus. It was the work of Mr. Canatus, a physicist and author of Astrology of the Thirteen Signs of the Zodiac that ultimately convinced me and allowed me to begin my observations of the moon. As it traveled along the shifting ecliptic path of our skies. After two years of being aware of the true placement of the Sun and the Moon in the sky, I now truly feel more connected to the energies of the Moon as it transits through the 13 constellations. So that was the introduction and and then there's a little chapter on what is Sky Astrology, just a couple pages and there's two pages on how to use the calendar. They, I have some cloud statements in here that are kind of just inspirational statements. And I have a suggestion of what to do during void of moon times because I'm actually born during the void of moon and I've been absorbed observing it for over 20 years and it is definitely a time to know mind you you do have to be aware that and it took me I think just the last five years to be aware that that the information that you find about when the moon is void and I have one on an app does not coincide with when the moon is actually void astrologically, astronomically, correction. And it is important to know when it is astronomically because I definitely know the difference now. And that is quite inspiring. So I'm just going to end this bit with what I wrote on the back of the book because I found that fascinating because I wrote this before they announced about that solar system trap it. And then in part three, I'm just going to go through the rest of October till the end to tell you where the moon is and what times it's transiting. So on the end at the back page of my book, I wrote Sky Astrology is the practice of observing the sky and listening to your feelings. It is just that simple it is the daily practice of looking up instead of looking at what the news media or celebrities are doing the stars are in the sky the procession of the equinoxes is a scientific reality but how does it affect us and where exactly was the sun when you were born so just to add the most important part that i didn't have enough time to add Previously was that on the back page of the cover of the book I wrote. If NASA can discover new Earth-like planets, can we not discover a new connection to our universe? And like I said, that was a good month before they had actually um, uh, told us that they had found Goldilocks uh, solar system called Trabitz. So now to the important part that will be a new segment of the 13 Sign Sky Astrology Report from Miss AKA Claudette who's so happy to share her passion of astronomy plus 13 Sign Astrology which is Sky Astrology with you. I now and thanks to the call-in will share exactly the times that i calculated that the moon is going into different constellation spaces for the month of the rest of the month of october and i will tell you the day but not the time yet that the moon that the sun is going into the next constellation of libra on the 14th of October that was just yesterday the moon went into the Leo constellation at 16 hours that's 4pm GMT time all times will be GMT time it is there of course today and it will stay in Leo until Tuesday morning at 8pm AM GMT time Virgo has the largest constellation space as I've said before along our ecliptic 44 degrees and therefore the moon will still be in Virgo when we have our new moon in Virgo of course that's when the moon and the sun are in the same space on the same plane and that is at 20 hours 11 that's 11 minutes after 8 PM GMT time for the new moon. Then it will change signs the next day on the 20th, a Friday at 18 hours 30, that's 6:30 p.m. and will then be going into the smallest constellation space which we have on our ecliptic, which is Scorpio, and that will be on the Sunday, and this is a good time to observe what it's like when the moon changes constellation spaces in three days. So watch out, Sunday on the 22nd, the moon will go into Scorpio at 16 hours 10, that's four hours 10 p.m. On Monday, it will go into our 13th sign early in the morning at 5 a.m. 10 in focus. And on the 24th, which is the Tuesday, it will then transit and go into Sagittarius at 18 hours 10. And will stay there until Friday, the 27th of October. When in the afternoon, the moon will go into the constellation space of Capricorn at 14 hours 10, that's 2 o'clock, 10 p.m. on that Friday. On Sunday, the 29th of October, our moon will go into Aquarius at 19 hours 50, that's 10 minutes to 8 p.m. GMT time. And on the 30th, it will still be in Aquarius, but on the 31st, the last day of October, the moon will go into Pisces at 16 hours 30, that's 4.30 p.m. And the last day of of our Virgo sun is on the 30th, and the first day that the sun, will be in Libra is on the 31st of October and on tomorrow's broadcast I will tell you the exact time GMT that we can welcome the sun in the constellation space of Libra until then thank you for listening